on three, two, one. Uh, we are speaking with uh, the one and only Gary Spivak. The uh, new movie is called Long Live Rock. It uh, talks about the, uh, well, talks about rock. And I watched the movie. Great presentation. And, and it talks about the community that is rock. Uh, talk to me about uh, the importance of community in music. And because, you know, as you know, with what you do in branding, you always try to create a community, correct? Yeah, Mitch, I'm really glad you kind of grabbed onto that theme because to me, that was the true kind of arc and kind of underlining connector of Long Live Rock of this movie is this community, this family, this spirit that connects the bands and the fans. Um, I'll tell you one thing I wasn't interested in being a part of when I'm approached about filming at our festivals was I don't want that some sort of like live concert movie. That's, it gets boring. What I was interested in was the deep dive into the fandom and what, and what makes this really misunderstood but very beloved genre of hard rock and metal tick. And what kept on coming back was this family spirit, this, this really effed up dysfunctional family that uh, that connects the the audience and, and the bands and we followed these fans around and I'll tell you God bless them because um as many people will go to you know Cancun sorry I had to do that dig or bungee jumping um, or their lake house for the weekend instead of all that they spend their hard-earned money on going to these festivals and meeting yep. up I'm one of them yeah as, as I am too and um they, that's how they spend. That is their destination. That is their family vacation is attending these rock festivals and being part of this, this, again, this family, this community, this tribe. And, and, you know, what's amazing about rock shows as I've covered them over the last 30 years is the fact how the loyalty that is created, you know, when you go to Wacken, when you go to Hellfest, when you go over to Europe, those fans aren't guys that just showed up last week and heard a single on the radio and decided to go see a show. They have been fans for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and they never let go of these bands. It is something that you don't see almost in any other genre of music. Usually, you know, you hear the new whatever top 10 single by the Bugles or, or by whatever. And then a week later, you're liking something new. The Buggles, by the way, Radio Kilder, <laughs> they're Buggles. You got to go. You got to go old school. But uh, talk to me a little bit about that and, and and showing that on screen that that there's also not only community but loyalty and and the bands that you featured, whether it's Duff or whether it's Lars, they've been exceptionally loyal to the fans. It's a two way street. Duff's one of my, one of my favorite lines he had was "We're all in this together," and he said that in the film. And I even during that interview, I. If, if there's ever like a weird director's cut, you'll hear Gary off camera going, hold up, stop tape. Could we change the name of this film? Um, Cause I'd love that we're all in this together. Uh, and because rock is like this other side of the tracks. We're like the, the, the uncool dudes and, and girls on the grassy knoll while the, the hip preppy kids are at their lunch table and the jocks. We were the kids, you know, Going to uh, going to the Rush concert and Black Sabbath and Zep and and staying loyal. While you're right, the flavor of the day would come and go. Rock is it's never been about that. It's always been the bastard stepchild. That's the that's the oh the ethos of rock is like the stuff that your parents aren't supposed to like. 
Um, so I found that in this film and I find that walk-in Hellfest, great festivals, yeah. um, like Download and like, you know, our, our Rock on the Range or Louder Than Life in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, those are great ones that I've never been to. I mean, in Montreal, we do Heavy Montreal, which unfortunately they've, they've seemed to have ceased operation, but Great. Such great festival. All right. So one of the things that we see at the beginning of this is this uh, rock is dead thing, which, you know, is, is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. Uh, and, and I've compared it to this. I, I say that rock has sort of gone into the jazz realm. You know, in the 1920s, it was the jazz age. Everybody talked jazz. But you go to radio, of course, there's no jazz playing. But then you go to the Montreal Jazz Festival or the Toronto Jazz Festival or the Dallas Jazz Festival. It just survives, and there's another. There's an underground fan base. Do you think that we've gotten there with rock, where rock is sort of the modern day jazz, where it'll never die, and when a festival pops up, it'll be full, but we won't hear it on top forty radio. Um, I'm scared about the the correlation of rock and roll to jazz. I get what you're saying. Uh, how they're all jazz has this fan base forever. I like to think that rock is, is so much more because the, the net is so much bigger. You know, you could go Avenged Sevenfold and Slipknot, but then you can go in this very film, Rise Against, you know, Greta Van Fleet. In this moment, yeah. So the, the net is bigger to me. Um, uh, so so I, I hear you on, on the analogy, um, but I'm not lying if I'm not going to, if I wasn't going to say that Gene Simmons didn't make us want to like puff our chest out and go, all right, Gene, you're wrong. And here's why. Long live rock, celebrate the chaos. I think this film captured how wrong he can be. Because there's, when there's 100,000 people going to Ohio to see Metallica and a bunch of other bands, sorry, it's not dead. It's just not the flavor of the moment. It's not this TikTok craze, or it's maybe not gonna win Grammy album of the year. But it's, it's vibrant, it's alive. And um, it's 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 dedicated. It's not it's not a short circuit. It's not. So let me ask you then this, because these festivals do very well. And we've mentioned all the different festivals from Wacken to yours and all that. Why can't we translate that to radio and, and get radio programmers dedicating time and playing more, you know, Greta Van Fleet and Black Veil Brides and In This Moment? Where is the disconnect? You know, uh, I'm a song guy, uh, you might be too. Um, and at the end of the day, yes, songs win. And maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna support radio just for a second. Maybe there's been a lack of, where's the smells like teen spirit uh, in, in current rock. Um, maybe that's been lacking a little bit, but what isn't lacking is the energy and, and kind of the, the chaos that this genre brings that I don't think any other really does. Having said that, Greta, I think has made a wonderful record. It's a heady record they made. It's not like three minutes radio nugget, but you gotta, you know, it's, it is, it is there. Look, Pink Floyd made a tremendous amount of records. They made a, a record called Metal, which is one of my favorites, yet there's not really like radio smashes on it. So, there is the disconnect. I would, I would ask radio to, to challenge themselves just a little bit more because the bands are there. Um, it's such low hanging fruit to go and, and take a three minute pop song and have it be so disposable and faceless. 
Yeah. Listen, I personally think that some of the best rock music has been created in the last 10 years. Unfortunately, it seems to all be coming from from the UK. I mean, FM, a band out of the UK, has had great records the last 10 years. Thunder, uh, they have a new record coming out. They've been great for the last 10 years. Um, I'm going. Who else? Who else do you see that maybe? You know, from a, from a, from the UK, listen, uh, you've got Thunder. You've got um, uh, The Treatment. I just uh, spoke to the guys in The Treatment. Great band. They opened up years ago for uh, Kiss and Motley Crue. They're, they were managed by Larry Mazur. Uh, they have a new album coming out in a week or two that I've heard. It, it's fantastic. I mean, okay. there, there's hit singles after hit singles on this thing. And nobody here is going to talk about it. I mean, I do, but, <laughs> but nobody else. Uh, there's a band in the UK called Cats in Space. The name is somewhat ridiculous, but but the music, it, it goes from Queen to Led Zeppelin to Cats in Space to UK, uh, you know, uh, Inglorious, a band out of, uh, out of the UK with a guy named Nathan James. Nathan uh, sang for a TSO for many, many, many years. Band's phenomenal. Their new album, um, oh, I'm forgetting the name of it, Blue Cover. Anyway. Great stuff. And it, it's too bad that we're not seeing that kind of renouveau from Canadian bands and American bands. You know, I go out to shows in Montreal and Honeymoon Suite comes in and the Killer Dwarves comes in and and all the and you just go, come on, where, where are these other guys? Bring them in, bring them in. But it's too expensive. You know, you know, uh, Cat, Cat, Cats in Space could be a bad name for a band until it's not. Foo Fighters is like a horrible name. Right. But but Cats in Space has a great thing. They they created a um, cat with a helmet, like a space helmet, as a logo. And as soon as you see that logo, you go, oh, and you see it on a T-shirt and you go, I want to wear that, that T-shirt to the gym. You know, I just I want that. So, you know, th- th- those are bands to look for um, in terms of the the new stuff, because you brought in Machine Gun Kelly in there, which my 17 year old daughter loves, which I'm surprised. Uh, you also brought in Post Malone, which I found interesting because you mentioned him right at the end of the movie. He really is a crossover. He really is somebody that I could see at a Wacken, but also I could see at the, you know, the AMAs. Like, um, talk to me about some of those new guys that, that have that, that possibility to maybe play to both markets and, and keep long live rock going and maybe bring in a new audience by bringing it to the 17-year-olds like my daughter. Yeah, no, there's definitely this... Um everybody likes to, to label things, right? This kind of new pop punk explosion with Machine Gun Kelly and Youngblood and Grandson and uh, uh, Black Bear. Uh, I'm all about it. God, it's great. I mean, you talk about uh, Post Malone and Machine Gun Kelly. Those are guys that will be the first to tell you that they grew up doing this. They're rockers. And they were, you know, smart enough to, to maybe have a style of music that wasn't straight ahead martial lamps and 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 long hair, um, but so they they created their own modern take. Uh, I applaud them. Um, but you but Post Malone will be the first to tell you that if Metallica comes to and he's in town, he's gonna go see him because he's he's a rock fan, and that that's what I've learned. It's all these all these guys and country artists, you know. Yeah, the country acts are. Hey, Garth Brooks, Luke Bryan, and and Keith Urban have all stolen from yeah. the Kisses and Aerosmiths of this world. Oh my totally. god! You go to, you totally, totally. To their shows, total rock theme show. You know, from the oh. from the house lights to the smoke to the strobe. Yes, a hundred percent. 
Yes. I mean, even uh, Tom Weber, who's uh, Eddie Van Halen's uh, guitar tech or was, uh, works with Reba McIntyre. So, so they want those rock guys on the team because they know how you, uh, in fact, talk to me a little bit about that because you're, you're into uh, shows and stuff. Talk to me about the importance of a show and having that presentation with the lights, with the, uh, you know, the fireworks and all the, you know, the pyro, I should say. And not just, you know, three guys that come out or four guys that come out and stare at their shoes for half an hour. Yeah, that's a great question. If, if, if Long Live Rock, the movie is taught any who hope, I hope everybody listening and watching sees it, is it really captures the, the energy and the mayhem and the chaos of what a great rock show is. And it's, it's right. It's not for people just walking on stage and and going through the motions. It's that energy that they bring as entertainers. Um, and fans, the crowd feeds off it and the bands feed off the crowd energy and it makes for this tribal, it's effing beautiful. I, I, I just, it, it, the only way to describe it is to, is to, to, is watch it in the film, you know, uh, cause it is captured. It is, it is, the chaos is captured in it. And it's, I, I miss it so much. And while we're all waiting for the clouds to part, and the yeah, while we're on pause, <laughs> right. our, our two weeks of to crash the curve that that's been fifty. You know, I like I like to think that Long Live Rock is part of this relief package. <laughs> it is. Uh, by the way, I was looking it up real quick. Uh, Inglorious, the new album from twenty twenty one is We Will Ride. It it is a masterpiece. But good tip. We, we need to get those. Uh, let me ask you just real quick then. Uh, you look at some of the bands we've talked about and some of the bands featured in the movie, Rob Zombie, Metallica, we've talked about Ozzy and some of these other ones. Um, without being uh, rude, they've got like a, a five to seven year shelf life and then they'll probably retire. Um, who's going to come in? Who's going to start headlining those festivals and keeping Long Live Rock alive after they go out? Who Who are the the guys waiting in the wings because once Metallica's gone, that's 50,000 fans a night that just, where do they, who's the next band that brings them in? Yeah, I know where you always worry about that, especially as a promoter, but there, there are bands that are ready to, 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 to take the mantle. Five Finger Death Punch, you know, is one that just continue. Again, there's, there's no American idol. There's no America's got talent, short circuit to fame in rock and roll. In my opinion, Five Finger has been doing this, you know, for, they were a side stage band when we first booked them. Hailstorm. Yeah. Great hey, listen, when I first met just Jason Hook, he was uh, playing with Hillary Duff okay. <laughs> at a showcase in Toronto. So, you know, they they made it. So, do you think that um, Five Finger Death? Retta, you know, there. Uh, I would say, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. Um, Day to Remember. There's a band out of the UK called Architects that are that are on the Verge Parkway Drive. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not sitting. Oh, here, uh, Palais Royale. Since there's, yeah, I'm, look, I'm not sitting here telling you that they're they're going to take Metallica's mantle, but there's there's growth. There right. is bands on the rise. That is encouraging to me. It, it is. Uh, so, in terms of, of this movie, what are the plans? And is it a theatrical release or is it straight to, to home video? How, how are fans going to be able to see it? Yeah. So there's this great kind of red carpet online premiere starting it's march 11 for 9.99 and there's a there's a q a uh after that has lizzie of hailstorm and jacobia papa roach and miles kennedy one of the truest purest rock singers out yep. there and a q a after that's march 11 then march 12 it's all there on longliverockmovie.com longliverockmovie.com 
um, where you can purchase and watch it in your home. And then there, and then we are finalizing our deal to go uh, video on demand. We're not going to go theatrical right now, um, though this movie does scream, you know, loud and big screen. But people at home, just turn it up because uh, we'll have that longliverockmovie.com and then go right to on demand uh, shortly after. Yeah, which is, uh, listen, uh, I'm older now. I appreciate that. <laughs> Having to get out of my house and go to the cinema <laughs> gets a little bit annoying, but I, I do love my rock shows. I go to, you know, 100 a year. Uh, just real quick, in terms of um, uh, the, the pandemic, and we're, we've been on pause, when do you see things sort of opening up? And, you know, with Mississippi and Texas and Florida and some other states fully open, do you run the risk? And and how devastating will it be to get sort of tour insurance? Can, the, can, can, you, can you function at this point? Or are we still sort of like, eh? Um, you know, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I am cautiously optimistic about the late summer and fall. Um, we finally have a national program. We finally have a, you know, a, an administration that, that, that seems to care about national and getting a, getting a vaccine. I, um, sounds weird, but needles and arms, let's get this vaccine to every American and every North American. Um, I feel we're going to have shows again, I feel late summer, fall. I can't speak about indoor shows, but outdoor, I think it's looking good. In the meantime, this movie, again, is like this could help ease the pain. It feel, fills the, the void. I know. Yeah, it, it, it really does. It's like this, you know, this, again, it's part of the relief package. So um, if you're jonesing for mass gatherings, shoulder to shoulder, sweaty beers on you, Long Live Rock could help you on that. Long live rock and help. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I'll finish on this. They, you do, of course, mention the wall of death and the, uh, and, and the mosh pitting and all that. Uh, again, it's a very unique thing to meddle. And when you go to a show and you see these people say, all right, spread apart. And then everybody just talk to me about capturing that and that spirit. And, and, and the fact that fans, even though they do what looks to be ridiculously stupid things are doing it sort of lovingly. And I know it sounds silly to say, but it kind of is. Have you, uh, I'll, I'll turn the tables. Have you ever been in a wall of death? I have uh, seen it form and gotten the fuck out of there. <laughs> All right. That's maybe why you're still here. Um, <laughs> no, uh, yeah, there's a misconception about moshing, crowd surfing, wall of death. It's really family in there. You know, there's one, there's the, one of the great famous mottos. If, if you see somebody down, yeah. come, up. come up. Yep. That, there it goes. And it's, it's a way of really getting uh, your aggression out. It's a way, it's a release. It's, um, it, it, it's, it's uh, there's some harmony to it. That, you talk to some people about hard rock and metal and they say it calms them. While you think to typical ear, it makes them more violent. It, it's a calming like release. So um, I will tell you, having been a part of moshing, um, I find it, like how people get off on river rafting or bungee jumping again. It's this great release. And there is, it is not, it, it, there's a family dynamic in it. Whoops, there absolutely is. It, it really is. And it is a great release. And when you're stressed out and then you just hear those aggressive guitars, 
it soothes. It's I know I know it's counterintuitive, but it soothes because you're just like, play it, Shanker, play it. You know, <laughs> well, not to not to quote Shrek, but better out than in. That is correct, uh, Gary. Yeah. An absolute pleasure. Yeah. Uh, long live rock. Uh, the movie it is uh, coming out uh, shortly here in March, and uh, there you go. Merci beaucoup, as we say in Montreal, and hopefully, uh, if uh, heavy Montreal comes back, uh, we'll uh, you'll come on over and we'll we'll say hello. Hell yeah, Mitch! Thank you for supporting the movie and for and for waving that rock flag. Been many many years. Absolute pleasure. Merci, Monsieur. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye now.